0: guys are gonna have to step up and we're gonna have to find ways to, to keep moving forward offensively and to play well. There's no excuse for a guy going down. No one really cares in the NFL. If you get a guy hurt, there's no excuses to not to not perform and to not produce. So we understand that and the guys are gonna step up and we got great players and that's why you have depth because In this sport, you know, you can't take anything for granted. And you're never going to have a guy for the whole season guaranteed. Anything can happen at any moment. That's why guys have to be prepared. We got a lot of confidence in CJ. You know, what he's done here, obviously his his
1: history. You know, you look at the the, the week of, you know, he didn't have any snaps with our offense. He hasn't had any snaps with our offense, really. And and go out there and that's part of being a backup quarterback. You've got to be ready to go. You know, if if the case this week where... He,
0: you know, he'll get all the snaps today and we'll see how the week goes. It doesn't matter what these other teams do. We're good enough to beat anybody on any day and we have to do that. And we didn't do that last week and we get another opportunity to this week. We still control our own destiny, but we can't worry about teams from behind us because that's what that adds pressure adds anxiety. And you just worry about playing one week at a time. It doesn't matter. We've already played Houston twice. We've already played Indy twice. We got Tennessee later in the year and uh, we're not going to get another opportunity to play those guys. So we can't focus on what they're doing or, how close they are to us? We got to take care of business on the field each week, and that's our responsibility.
2: Ten Ten XL ninety two point five FM presents Jaguars Today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Mike DiRocco, and my Dylan Denmark.
3: All right, everybody. Good morning to all of you. Who haven't been accused of stealing twenty two million dollars from the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not talking about Blake Bortles. <laughs> For the record, right? It's all good. Yeah. Um, it that- had
4: me thinking. I was like, you know, I've been in that building a lot over the years, and I was thinking, have I ever taken anything from the building? And all I could think of, I took a Snickers ice cream bar, but they did have a sign out there. Take it, a it, Snickers ice yeah, cream it bar. it felt like it was free. Right. You know, but beyond that, I don't Help think yourself. I've ever taken anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why would you? You're right. You're not a thief. No. You know? They're providing plenty.
3: Apparently, Apparently some do, uh, and uh, I, I don't know how you think you're gonna get away with twenty-two million bucks. Is somebody, is somewhere, somebody I guess has gotten away with twenty-two million dollars, and you don't know it because they kept their mouth shut and mm-hmm. they they were smarter about it. But anyway, uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> D Rock, how are you? How are things? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Have you spent 22 million dollars on breakfast collectively this year? Oh, would you it, say if
5: you add in the first four years, without doubt, without ball doubt. yeah, I Ballpark. mean,
3: just ridiculous. Yeah, I'd uh, like
5: to thank uh, Tank Dell and Calvin Ridley and.
3: But you get for taking a Texan who was already hurt going into the game. He was fine. He, he was hurt. He was very hurt. Yeah, but and, he uh, <laughs> hurt something else in the game. Yeah, because he was too slow to get out of the oh way. Oh my gosh! All you're, those bodies. You're just a bad well, human being. I am. Look, if you're just figuring that out now, welcome to the program. Um, yeah, you know, seriously, for those who didn't see it, why is Tank Dell in on like their version of the Tush Push? Right, because it was like a short yardage goal line play, yep. and they've got him in there inside the tackle box, blocking. He's like two foot nothing. What are you doing? I don't understand that at all. Well, as a uh, charter member of the Short Guy Club,
5: we don't like to be, you know, accused of not carrying our weight. Not and not physical being able to. Well, there, your weight is, you know, is seventeen I mean, pounds. Load, I mean, I I don't know why he was in. I don't I, either. I don't,
3: I don't have an answer for my stuff. But as soon as it happened, Tony, I thought, hmm, I think D Rock's got him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how we watch football these days. So, uh, D Rock, I'm burying the positivity of the day. Okay, Mike DiRocco came in this morning and told us that he believes that Trevor Lawrence will be playing this weekend. I and do. It, You believed that prior to yesterday. And, I did. And so give us the breadcrumb trail that you are following to draw you to this conclusion.
5: Well, you know, you heard Monday night late that it wasn't as serious as it initially appeared. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to last year uh, in the Detroit game, um, we all thought everybody watching that game
3: season over. You're right.
5: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like there was a bear on the field that had mauled Trevor's foot completely off. Um, and then you go to week six and the Indianapolis game, and um, you know he's out there four days later, running, leading everybody in rushing, and that looked like a pretty bad injury as well. I remember he was on the ground there too. Uh, so uh, he's either like got some Deadpool blood or some Wolverine blood Wolverine, in him. Yeah. You know, however, uh we want to well I mean if he had the you Deadpool know, the, would work too. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean if he had the the you know foot gnawed off, that would grow back. Right? Wait, it'd okay. be so a tiny foot for a little It would be a tiny while. foot for for a little bit. Yes. <laughs> um so he would need but I I mean I don't know if those Deadpool people out there how long does it take to regrow a foot um in Deadpool's world. But uh, I just kind of felt like
3: I'll take him to regrow that hand. It was, like, <laughs> it was a few days at least, I thought. I, I don't know. I've seen the movie. They don't go into that part We have of it. until Sunday. <laughs> Get growing.
5: Exactly. Um, so I just kind of felt like, um, you know, he's got a history of being able to bounce back from from an injury that maybe appeared to be more serious initially. So I, I kind of felt – and then when he walked in yesterday without a boot, I was like – He's playing on Sunday. <laughs> this I mean, it's like this is. I mean, there's no have way he's you not playing. Have seen him before? I mean, like you know, and it then does when he does have
3: a certain resilience. And
5: then when he did a backflip at the back of the room that you guys <laughs> ah, didn't see, yeah, and yeah. cartwheeled out of there. Oh, was um, I not
3: supposed to say that live
5: on the air? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just they didn't bring anyone else in uh-huh. to, to to work out uh, to be like the emergency quarterback. Do you
3: think? Did you did not you, as the starter? <laughs> did um, did you uh, did you? Did you inquire about that I at all? I did. I did. Um, How did that go? Uh, well, I thought it went fine. It went apparently.
5: fine. Right? Yeah. What, what,
3: what, the point being, we're
2: trying yeah, to Yeah, I asked here. Doug
5: on Monday. Was it Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, like, hey, you know, because at this point we didn't know. I was like, are you, know, you guys planning on bringing in any quarterbacks to, you know, to work out for, like, the emergency quarterback thing? And, you know, maybe a guy like Nick Foles. I mentioned Nick Foles because if you're going to bring someone in, for a short term deal might to want be somebody the who knows your offense quarterback, I figured why not pick the guy that intimately knows your offense doesn't have to crash course and if by some crazy stroke of massive bad luck you have to play him at least you've got a guy that you know has a little bit of experience who What's actually it? played in the league last
3: year Started a couple of games last right, year, right? Nick so Foles it's, yeah, did. it's
5: not like you know Nick Foles hasn't played since 2014 or something like or that, or however yeah. long it's been. I mean, it's not. Look, I, you I don't, don't want not to be the starter. I, I, if people, people on social media, I guess, miss like Doug. Doug knew what I was asking. Okay, nobody, anyone that thought I was asking to bring Nick Foles in to be the starter is not paying attention. This yeah, is like the tripwire
3: I and. Mean, in- Break glass in case of emergency.
4: And it's a question that makes sense at the time. The quarterback we know is injured to some degree, and we're not sure if he's going to play this week. The backup quarterback was holding his arm during the game when he went in, so he's going to show up on the injury report, and to some degree this week, they have one other quarterback available to them on the roster. He's got a lot
3: of NFL experience, right? right? Does
4: it make sense for them to be looking at bringing somebody else in? And them saying no tells you, one, that they feel pretty good about where C.J. Beathard is, that the injury's not really a problem. They're okay if Nathan Rourke has to play. And they're kind of well. iffy, <laughs> right? They're kind of iffy on Trevor Lawrence. It's like, we don't know. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You like know, the, We might it, not need anything. It's Thursday.
5: They haven't brought anybody else in. So, they're feeling pretty good about the way Trevor's progressing. Or
3: um, CJ's or CJ's, wrist. Yeah, I mean,
5: shoulder. Shoulder. <laughs> Was it shoulder? It's shoulder. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He talked about it yesterday. Uh, yeah, shoulder. Non-throwing okay. shoulder. Um you know, I get the kind of the feeling that like if there was a condor sitting on his shoulder, like pecking at the joint throughout the game, he'd still be it, playing. It was weird because you know he mean? was holding
3: the wrist, but he fell on the elbow. So I could see how like, yeah, fall so like you fall on the elbow you and it you jams your yeah, shoulder yeah, up, and you and hold you're kind of holding your arm yeah. like yes, to uh, support that. I, as an old person, I know the the feeling of supporting <laughs> your your joints. Yeah, except we heard it when we get out of the recliner wrong. It's like oh, oh. I <laughs> trust me. There are there are times <laughs> when I've got to like. Lift the body part and move it over, because <laughs> not doing it on its own so right cool. now. Anyway, it'll get I, there. It'll I, warm up. I ah.
5: think Trevor. Uh, there's a very, very good chance Trevor's playing. I think Trevor will play on I, Sunday. By by way, way, wrong, but I might be wrong. That's what I think. And and no, By the way, I'm not
3: surprised that yet. social media ran with that because you know, I want. <laughs> I once said about I'm not. I don't even want to repeat the player's name. I once said <laughs> that. To be clear, I'm quoting myself now. To be clear. I'm not saying this player is out for the year with this injury. Okay. that's That was my quote. Then for several years, it was, oh, yeah, he's the one who said so and so is out right, for the year. Right, right. I, I'm like, all right, you can't win. You can't win. I said something with on the your show. Community. We were
5: talking about trade
3: it's, stuff. Mike, it's our show. Okay.
5: I, I said something <laughs> on our show um, and talking about like an offhand comment. You know, you, we were asked talking about guys that could trade or be traded or something like. I don't even remember what it was, but by the time I got to the to the stadium, somebody, you know, one of those aggregators had written or had heard that um, I said <laughs> that some, someone was like the Jags were, were going to trade X player, and I'm like, that is literally not what I said. Of course not. <laughs> and then it, and then it blows up on you know. A, Right, and then those you've other got to pick go. It up, and I'm like, to, I didn't
3: say that. Right, you've got to go putting out all the little brush fires because right. people are going, Why did you say this? Or what? You know, right. this is ridiculous. Or tell me more. Well, someone said I should. One of the, my favorite one was
5: someone on uh, X said I should lose my credential for asking about Nick Foles, and I was like, okay. Well, you know, if that's if that's all it takes to lose Do people a credential, understand what th- the credential be represents, no,
3: nobody in that room. The credential <laughs> represents an opportunity to ask
4: questions. <laughs> Right? I mean, like, that's in literally theory, yes. The, yes. The, the
3: the purpose. Of it's the game.
4: Fine. Look, I'm we not, just thir- I, went through the scenario as to why that. it's not an out-of-bounds right. question I, to be
5: asking. I'm not mad. It, it's amusing. Yeah. I'm amused. I've gotten past the point where I'm annoyed
3: and mad as stuff. I think you're which is a little stronger than yeah. amused. Well, whatever it is, it, I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs>
5: and I, like, <laughs> like It doesn't yesterday. bother me. It's fine. I can yeah. take criticism. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah. It's just kind of funny. You, you know,
4: know. Rock, you talking about seeing Trevor Lawrence come in, to the talk to the media yesterday no boot no limp none of that stuff which gives you confidence that yeah this probably is going to happen for him this week I'm watching that happen yesterday and I'm thinking to myself how this might be the biggest stroke of fortune in franchise history (laughs) since 1999 that they got this guy right he's just different there's something different about Trevor Lawrence that Look, that guy got rolled up that way on Sunday or Monday night, and a couple days later he's just walking through. And right, it's like, like Wednesday. But, but, I'm pretty sure he might
3: play. Yeah. Right. All right. Like, it's it's crazy. It is. And, uh, you know, he even said yesterday, yeah, probably dumb me not to take the cart. But the right. image of him being almost carried down the hallway, yeah. you're like, oh, man. You know, like, I understand you want to be a tough guy, but t- it's just the, the whole needing – I mean – he tried to take one step on the field, and right. it was an obvious severe pain and went, you know, smart enough to which, go right which back down. Not, we've all sprained an ankle. If you haven't sprained an ankle, you haven't lived. Of course. Okay? We've
5: all mm-hmm. sprained an ankle. We always know, like, the first five to ten minutes is when it's the worst. You know, and then eventually you you know, you go, okay, I can hobble on and get off there. Um, but, you know, none of us take a one-mile walk. Um, and he admitted yesterday, I asked the question because it was obviously, you know, yeah. people are killing him, and, uh, he knew it was coming. Um, and he did, he was pretty funny about it because he was like, you know, I, maybe this is a little bit of longer walk than I anticipated.
3: <laughs> right. Like, you know, I get it. You, you don't want the image of being carted off the field, but correct. You know, at the same time, you know, it's, we all understand you know, it's even a better Oh I got carted off. What? Right, there is a later, connotation with that, yes. Right, yes. Um, and by the way, D. Rock did not just open the door for anyone to compare their sprained ankle to Trevor's recovery huh. this week. Okay, uh, you know, of course I, not. Uh, when I sprained an ankle, oh, cause, oh, you don't think we get a million of those? You know, you didn't get that during my ACL rehab. You know, da 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 da, and uh, I, I don't know if you had the quite the around the clock care that uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to get for his sprained ankle. Is my guess. Probably not. Or is receiving no. right now. But <laughs> anyway, probably not. We're happy that D Rock is in a positive mood about Trevor Lawrence's potential availability this week. That doesn't guarantee that he'll be out there playing, but you know, D Rock's as close to it as anybody down there, so that should give B- you some Based on the way I feel confidence. about some
5: of my breakfast bowl picks, I'm not
3: sure anybody should really be well, happy that, about what I'm saying. It's kind of like the yin and yang. You can't be good at everything, okay? All right, that's just life, right? You're a winner in so many other categories, D Rock. All right, <laughs> uh, today's Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day, asking you directly how big of winners will the Jags be going forward for the rest of the regular season. You know, just kind of where are you on the confidence level? Um, give us a regular season win total for the final five games, okay? They're going to do four or five, meaning almost assured. well, four or five wins the division, right? Four wins the division. You go four and one the rest of the way, you win the division because uh, you can't – I guess I suppose there's a scenario if you lose that one to Tennessee – and uh, Houston could get in on a, some kind of convoluted tiebreaker, but mm-hmm. for the most part, four or five means you're going to be the AFC South. Yeah, if champion. you go,
4: if you go four and one, then one of those other two teams has to go five and zero. Oh. And if they do, yeah. that doesn't even like Garrett, it's, if it's Indianapolis, it doesn't doesn't matter. matter. It would have right. to be Houston goes five and zero. And, oh. and if they do, your one would have to be
3: against Tennessee. Yeah. And even if it does, I don't know how that would work out with the Kyvan yeah. gone that far down the. The rabbit hole. Uh, it will. They win three, which is a popular selection today. Three of the last five. Will they win only two, or they win zero or one of the remaining five games? And you know, quite honestly, <laughs> I think a lot of people would be more on that end of the spectrum. Maybe not complete zero or one. Had it been more devastating news on Trevor Lawrence, fortunately, it's not. And we'll talk to D. Rock about some of these other players and how long they're likely to be out based on. Uh, what he has assessed as well. We got the breakfast bowl coming up a little bit later I We'll hear from Trevor Lawrence himself, along with Doug Peterson today. If you'd like to be a part of the uh, program, 641 1010 gets you on board on the All Pro Roofing phone lines, also on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Hit us up on social media at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL Fat Tony, at ESPN Dorocco, and at 1010XL. Denmark.
2: Hold my pocket.
3: Somebody's going to be holding somebody's pocket over $22 million. That's all I'm saying right now, you know. I allegedly, potentially, I don't know, wasn't there, but we'll discuss that going forward as well. So, it's a, a Thursday with D-Rock in the fold. Uh Week 14 for what it's worth kicks off tonight. Uh could the Patriots beat the Pittsburgh Steel? <laughs> does it really? Matter? Oh my God! Are we? Are it matters we, for the Steelers. It does. Are we in for thirteen to three tonight? Would that be, or would that? I'll be take it. We'll take it. An offensive explosion. You're right, calling for. Huh? You're assuming uh, 13's at least one touchdown. So <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. I
5: don't think the Patriots can score ten.
3: No, they have the three. They have the three. I definitely gave them the three <laughs> mentally in my head. So, all right, uh, we are ready to roll. Uh, D-Rock's here, Fat Tony, Dylan Denmark. I'm Mike Dempsey. You're listening to Jaguars Today. Keep it right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.
2: It's a Mike Rocco Thursday on Jaguars Today. It's brought to you by Lloyd's Heating and Air on 1010XL.
3: All right, we continue along here on Jaguars Today. Breakfast Bowl next hour. Pretty much a reason for the existence of the Thursday show. We we'll let D-Rock hang out for the rest of the uh, two hours as well, um, despite the fact that he asks very questionable questions. Are you questioning my questions? I'm questioning your questionable questions, sir. <laughs> um, you and your, you know, the whole your show thing. It's like McManus to this day comes. Can I ask a question? Uh, <laughs> see, Tom. <laughs> Yes. Kind of why Uh, you're here, isn't it? Right? Like, (laughs) I love McManus. Uh, By the way, McManus is going to bring a special guest along with him tomorrow. Oh. Did I tell you about this? No. I didn't. Told Pockets about it. Killer Bees. Oh, sweet. Going to come swinging by tomorrow. Yeah, he's in town and uh, doing some stuff. I know he's going to be on the Tommy Mac podcast, uh, so it's like, uh, should I bring him in? No. Make him stand outside (laughs) at the window. And look through the window at us. You know, Let's maybe we'll donuts and we'll show and, them and, to him. And, and, him and look.
5: questions on the whiteboard.
3: Look at these, bees. So um, bring your honey <laughs> that, tomorrow. For yeah, Killabees. that'll be awesome. Yeah, it will be awesome. So, uh, all right, uh, D-Rock, <laughs> not not so awesome No, is, I, I'm not sure how, if I'm pronouncing it right, Amit Patel? Is that, uh, I, that Amit? Amit, yeah, Amit Patel? Amit. I'm not 100% sure how you pronounce the name, but uh, started working for the Jaguars in 2018 charged with one count of wire fraud, one count of illegal monetary transaction, uh, as he apparently stole more than $22 million from the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do we know about the the scheme of how he went about enriching himself?
5: Which is funny that uh, it's only one count of illegal monetary transaction, because reading through the court documents, it sounds like a whole poop load right. of I mean, illegal like, monetary transactions. Isn't that weird? Tra-
2: like
3: you could, I, like, how does that work? Yeah, like I, Each instance could be a count, or is it I, just like you did it illegally and we're just going to lump it all together? Yeah, I, maybe, yeah maybe. But it's you would think easier. the sentencing, like if you charge them with like 300 counts of this, the sentencing would be a lot oh, more then severe.
5: I, then I guess you would have to... That would be a lot more than eight pages. It probably <laughs> would, I'm guessing. <laughs> of of <laughs> printed out court documents here. Uh, yeah. So basically, I had to go through it a couple of times to really kind of understand it completely. The
3: opinions expressed by Mike DiRocco are not necessarily those of anyone else <laughs> or those of anyone in uh, competency in the legal profession. None the, just so <laughs> say, we're layman's view of this. So go ahead, please. Correct. Um. <laughs> This person was in charge of
5: the virtual credit card program that the Jaguars run, and it's essentially, you know, like I have a I have a ESPN business card that okay. I use to pay for my flights, and I pay for my hotel and car rentals, breakfast, and stuff like that. breakfast. Uh, no, I ahead? do not use All it right. to pay for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn it! Uh, but uh, you know, I, I actually have a physical card. Okay. okay. So the Jaguars had a virtual credit card thing where it's not a physical card, but it's essentially, it's the same thing. It's, it's your a comp- account. Yeah, it's a company credit card, okay. essentially. And he has been accused of creating, he was in charge of the program, and he basically has been accused of creating like a false, essentially a false ledger, electronic ledger, and duplicated transactions. Let, let me read it so I make sure I say it sure. right. Sure. Um, but uh, let's see, just so I do it right.
3: Um, By the way, the court documents uh, call them business A. The Jaguars have confirmed that they are, in fact, business A right. in this um, whole situation.
5: The defendant is uh, identifying legitimate recurring credit card transactions, such as catering, airfare, and hotel charges, and duplicated those transactions, uh, inflated the amounts of uh, legitimate recurring credit card transactions,
3: uh, but he duplicate like cuz i was confused this morning like did he you know i just saw the headlines on this and we we're talking about it he didn't create an account where the like the money was going he was using that jaguar account to create these false things but he was they, they were they were not expenses that were legit for them but they were they were actually expenses that he was like like yeah, how would you like, like for example, a catering he, thing he, and enrich He, he
5: bought a uh, uh, allegedly bought a uh, a watch for ninety five thousand. dollars That I understand. Okay, That's so instead of entering that into the ledger as hey, ninety five thousand dollars a watch, you would just say, okay, I bought you know whatever right. it was right. office right. of supplies, off uh, of, yeah, whatever exactly it is. Right, kind of I got you, um, Okay, you All know, right. and then entered. He also entered fictitious, accused of entering fictitious uh, transactions that sound plausible but never occurred. And uh, my favorite part of this is um, the, uh, you know, moving money from one month to the other, as we probably have all done in our entire, Mm -hmm. who you know, back, those of us that are old enough who's never floated a check, right? You know, I'm getting paid tonight or tomorrow, but I need to pay for something tonight, you know what I mean? Than,
3: hey, I'm going to date this check for <laughs> next Tuesday. Right. I mean, know? at
5: some point in our lives, we've probably all done that, those of us that are old enough to know what a check is and know how to fill it out. Um, but, yeah, some creative accounting a- a- right Puck, You ever filled out a
3: check, a physical check? One time. Once. for w- What was it for, do you recall?
1: It was like something for school uh, my mom gave me the check, and I didn't know like where to put the name or like who to write it out to. I had to ask a coach. Yeah, it, it was like a whole process. Wow.
3: Yeah, there is a process to yeah. it. There's definitely a process. You know, uh, the the whole pay to the order anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go continue, Mike, please.
5: Yeah. So that um, that is basically how it was done, and you know, he used is uh, accused of using the money on online gambling, a country club membership, a Tesla, a Nissan. Um, and
3: I know because we talked about this. Cryptocurrency. I said, how do you hide some of this stuff? Like, you're, all of a sudden, you're rolling around in luxury vehicles. Your contention was, hey, there are a lot of people down there that work in that stadium drive luxury vehicles, including right. players, right? right? And And the parking lot is big enough that you don't unless you see someone get out of the vehicle and and who knows if he even drove those to work
5: i don't know you know well and and let's be honest he's the manager of financial planning and analysis sounds so, like a pretty high paying right job. so if if i work in the marketing department and i see that guy pull up next to me in a tesla see a lot of teslas on the road yeah, i don't right i mean I i'm not gonna you. i hear anyway, you. he's not rolling in in a bentley uh so you know then and maybe eyebrows get raised but again like you said you know the where the players used to park it was you know gated in but you know some of them there weren't enough spots there sometimes they would park in an area outside of it and so there would be luxury cars and all that other stuff over there that was not an unusual sight to see uh, like a Tesla and i mean who who do we do, do we know anyone you know at least 4 or 5 people in your life that drive big pickup trucks it's at, at some point buddies oh, yeah. or whatever all, all so the, i mean so all those the are not ones. yeah so those are not unusual to see yeah so i said that was funny i like that what? um i don't drive one by and the way just in case funny. everyone thought that was a shot at me because <laughs> i would need a ladder to get in you got a honda fit in the parking right line, yeah just, <laughs> for the record um so yeah so it, you know it took a while for that to be found out they fired him in um february and uh, the, the the interesting thing is is you know you go through the the document and, and the the united states government because it's a u.s U.S. Attorney, United States uh, versus uh, Amit Patel, and they're asking for the forfeiture of all of draft the money King's dollars. And, some, <laughs> and some
3: of the things that were purchased. I mean, there's no way they're getting $22 million back. Uh, you know, no. pe- People who do this are not saving, saving, it. Right, saving right. it for the retirement <laughs> fund. They're like, oh, I'll no. just create a separate yeah. retirement the, fund. The, this is
5: not funny. I mean, this is a serious deal. Sure. But the thing that's amusing to me about the whole thing is part of the, one of the things he did, allegedly, with this money, was he hired a criminal defense firm on retainer. I, I so, mean, so in theory, the Jaguars are paying him to defend himself against from, them, against them, right? And, <laughs> Which I mean. I mean when you look. when you think about it, that's kind of a, a middle finger somewhere, right I mean sure <laughs> but there there should also be some kind of you know yeah, the, it's not look it's not good it's 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 awful um i mean twenty two million dollars you can joke about it, but that's a lot of that money is one less panel in that little sun I mean, cover it's, that we're gonna it's, have now it's bad and it's not a good look um obviously for the franchise and I mean it's not their fault it's they didn't do like, it right. i mean the, yeah, the, but people,
3: you know, it's, it's embezzled from all right. kinds of businesses. That's not right. a it's, I don't
5: draw it, it was any not inference a, from the It's not Jags. a pervasive issue. It was one guy that is accused of doing all this. This isn't no, like No, it just it's, sucks that it's, it's your guy and you're you're certain right. you your God's sakes. No, but uh-huh. it's still
3: I mean twenty two million dollars is not chump change. No. Man. And you know, it's no o- it's always these guys I just don't get it. Like I spent it on DraftKings, I spent it on a new Nissan, I spent it on a country club membership, like Private jets. And, like, I get the cryptocurrency because, you know, I don't understand it, but I imagine you could probably make that disappear and shunt that off and, like, nobody can find where your cryptocurrency is, and uh, that's a little bit more convoluted and uh, tougher to track, I would think, at least. And, obviously, they caught him, but... I mean, who knows how long he'd been doing it. Did it say how long? Well, it started in
5: October of 2019 is what the. uh, So he'd been
3: there for at least a year or over a year. Yes. Got hired at some point in 2018. Yes.
5: And then. Took him a while to figure out the system. uh, Well, he was. Yeah. I think by that point he was. According to the court documents, um, he was the sole overseer of the program. Mm hmm. So obviously, you know, the checks and balances thing is is something that's important in re- whenever you're dealing with something like this.
3: And apparently there wasn't uh, there wasn't one at, at at that point anyway. Dylan, how do you feel about a uh, Amit Patel? Uh, assuming he's actually guilty. Right. I mean, we're, he's guilty. innocent until proven guilty. But if he is convicted, how do you feel about him borrowing your catchphrase? You OK with that? That's fine. All right, just just checking. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> own the rights to it. All right, I can use it. All right, you know, hold his pocket. You know, whatever the case may be. Uh, it's it's a little more empty today than it if was. If you're holding on to another dude's pocket, it's going to be a rough day. I would imagine so. Uh, but hey, you know, crime does not pay unless it does in the short term. It but then pays you get until caught. it doesn't. It yeah. pays it pays great apparently until it doesn't, <laughs> and then uh you're in big fat trouble and again look, i i'm happy they caught him right i don't want this to happen to the jags Absolutely. i mean it's yeah. uh, it's ridiculous but it's always these, these guys always uh, or these guys people who do these kind of thing right men women whomever always seem you know with this lavish lavish lifestyle they always get like, caught of course they do because they they go Ten steps too far beyond their means. Because you, you, I got away with a. Maybe I can get away with a and b. Like when I (laughs) embezzle. No, but it's serious. Like I would think, like you know, create some fund, and you you just fifteen years down the line after you've been to six different jobs in the interim, right? Then you draw on that month. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're at like (laughs) where did that twenty million dollars ever go to? It's so funny because
5: you know I'm not allowed. I'm only allowed to use my. ESPN credit card for airfare flights or airfare, hotel, um, you know, it, Wi-Fi on the planes, fuel, car rental, Work stuff like related that. related expenses. Yeah, I mean, not for meals or anything like that that mm. we get a per diem, but, you know, I keep it in my wallet right next to my regular cards, and I went to a Walmart, um, and I accidentally pulled pull, out the wrong card. Because I, I had been on the road, and I pulled out that card, used it, and got into the car and had realized what I had done and was like immediately on the phone to my boss going, oh my God, this like $8 charge I charged on my credit card by mistake or whatever. I'm like, what do I do? And, you know, and this guy is accused of, you know, basically doing that a bajillion times more, and, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm panicking over $8. It's like, please don't uh, fire me, Disney. Again, and,
3: uh, because you're not a thief, okay? <laughs> and uh, that that's the key distinction
5: in this whole thing. hundred
4: and twenty thousand times. <laughs> right? <I> mean, <laughs> All right.
5: Eight bucks, and I'm, like, telling my wife, I don't know if we're going to uh, make the mortgage this month because I'm getting fired. My
3: goodness. All right. Well, you know, as many have already remarked, that's why the Jags can't afford a cart, okay? It's clear. I. Huh. And that's a joke, people, of course. Oh, God. (laughs) That's going to come back to bite you. I know, but I don't care at this point. You know what? Like, everything I say comes back to bite me at some point, D-Rock, no matter how clear you make yourself. I know they had a cart. I know Trevor turned it down. Okay. Uh, Let's come back, and let's hear from Trevor Lawrence and the head coach of your Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson, on a day we should be feeling good because D-Rock's got some positivity. He feels that Trevor Lawrence will be suiting up this weekend, so uh, let's hope that that is the case and leading the Jags to victory on the road versus the Cleveland Browns. Six four one ten ten is the number if you want to get in on the All Pro Roofing phone lines. This is Jaguars today on ten ten XL and ninety two point five FM.
2: D Rock on Jags today is brought to you by Boyd's Heating and Air, Commercial and Residential on ten ten XL.
3: Yeah. yeah, Lloyd's heating in there. How, how you feeling? Everything good, temperature-wise? You yeah. good in the yeah. studio? Right. Yeah, because Lloyd's got us regulated today. <laughs> right? Absolutely. I just looked up at the thermostat. It's a
5: nice 73 degrees in it's, here. It
3: feels fine, but then again, yeah. I'm wearing layers. I'm layered up. Hooded up. Yep. Yep. Got the All long over. sleeve under the long sleeve under the long sleeve. Huh.
5: How many layers do you need? It was only like 43. The answer would degrees. be three. Okay,
3: 43 yeah. degrees, man. I'm like, you know, the thinner I get. The colder I get. I don't have that insulation anymore, D-Rock. I yeah, don't have no, that, I feel The you. blubber, no, I understand. the yeah. extra blubber layer in there, you know. You can still harpoon me, uh, apparently. But, uh, yeah, I like the, you know, I always wear two shirts anyway. That's just how I am. I wear two shirts. You know, I, we played golf T-shirt. in 95-degree yeah. temperature. I got long-sleeve uh, compression shirt and the golf shirt on.
5: That's a sun thing, though, right? Keep sun It off, is, the but I like the sweat, too.
3: I do. I like to sweat. All right, we're going to get to uh, Doug Peterson. You've heard of him, I think. We're going to get to Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence that's Lawrence. the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to both of them coming up here in just a moment. Let's see what Jim and Jack's Beach has on his mind. Uh, first up today at 641-1010 on the All-Pro Roofing phone lines. Jim, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I was curious.
4: Uh, I've been noticing this season about the the officiating around the league. It, it seems you be egregiously bad calls either made or missed. Uh, you know, Oscar winning
3: uh, acting jobs getting you know suckering officials that kind of thing. And I was wondering, you know, Drock's opinion
4: about you know either a) if the league is going to you know, possibly do anything, and if so, what they might do to to quote unquote fix the problem. Okay, Jim. Uh... Thank
3: you.
5: Yeah, I don't think they're going to do anything. Yeah. Uh, I don't know necessarily what they could do to fix the problem. All you could do is
4: make everything reviewable, even right, like which, penalty which, calls which, you make. Which well, would you could. They would never you could do argue that. for full
3: time yeah. officials,
4: right? Yeah. You know, but does and, that? But what do they do? in Like if you sucker an official March, into throwing April, a May, flag, yeah. like that doesn't get picked up unless another official says, "I didn't see that," right? But that's his responsibility. That's why he's throwing the flag, you right. know. In those kind of circumstances, like the the one we saw this week. You know, on the holding call, yeah. That was a bad call. Right, like, Terrible they missed call. it, but the guy sold it. Like, you can understand from the official's right. perspective, it looks like what holding looks like, right? That's why he throws the flag. No one else is looking for that on that play. That official is. That's his job on that play, and the only way to get that out is to review it.
5: Which, which the league wouldn't do because it would take too long in games. I'm with and you. And the other thing is... What we would all like, the media, fans, coaches, teams, is a lot more transparency, and would love to know. Okay, absolutely. This official blew that call. He's been disciplined or whatever. All that other stuff. Or which which, which crews, you know. But have even the if you had the transparency,
3: I don't know if that solves the problem. It doesn't solve the problem. What about it, an incentive it, program, right? Or, not not to to the better officials that grade out higher get more money. Like you earn more based on but how that, good that, a job you actually do. That would have to be part of the um, transparency, though, right, so but, we would know. And that's fine, whether you, but you don't have to necessarily know. I mean, either way, whether you know or not. Let's say we don't publicize it, right? And yeah. and and the NFL's like, all right, hey, official, you know, whoever grades out as the top official is going to get this as a bonus. Next guy's going to get this, this, this. Th- I don't know if they the line. don't necessarily do that now. You think they do? Okay, I don't, I don't know that. Public. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Right, well, Well, if they do, it's not public.
5: Here's the thing. Adam Gotsis, and this is not unusual, Adam Gotsis got fined for the hit on, what, Kenny Pickett? Yeah. That was not flagged, Mm -hmm. okay? So you've got that kind of accountability and that kind of uh, – accountability is not right, but you've got that happening and the league announces those fines publicly. They are announcing them all this year. That's new this year. Every Saturday there's a list of what everybody got fined for. Okay. If you're willing to do that for those players, you should be willing to do it for the officials. Right. But my my fear is, or my thought is, that they miss so many calls
3: <laughs> that they, they'd that be it like, would, wow. It would, yes. You'd realize would be how like, bad things are.
5: Correct. But the other again, one, it's a hard job. It's mm-hmm. a hard job to do that at the speed that they're
3: doing it. What are these guys making? I always heard it was like a thousand bucks a game.
4: Like it was yeah, incredibly
3: I, smaller than you'd think it would be. And it was more it's about by game. It's a per game. Right. Because most of these guys we've always heard these guys are like lawyers, bankers, blah, blah, blah. They don't make their money from doing this. So if you've got this public accountability thing, right, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, but if you did, are some of these guys disinclined to go, wait a minute. I'm well, doing this for kind of the prestige of being out there. If you're going to publicly shame me every time I blow a call when I'm trying to do my best, then this is just not worth it to me. And you're going to lose some of the guys that are, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's uh, according to,
5: according to the Sporting News, the highest-paid refs make about two hundred fifty. Thousand dollars annually, and the average is about two hundred five thousand dollars
3: a year. All right, well that's a
5: lot. Uh, Twelve thousand dollars per regular season game, roughly, give or
3: yeah. take. I was, and maybe that's the thing. I, maybe I had heard ten thousand, and and I'm good. I'm going back way back. Yeah, like yeah. you thinking long, like long, it's how long, 90, long ago that ago, was, yeah. right? And I do remember something like that like But either what, like two hundred grand's not chump change. No. Not, now if no. you know, and
4: we'd all love to make two hundred. I grand. mean,
3: think about that. Would you not be willing to work? 50 weeks out of the year, well, you know, and if and, you're, and
4: if you're the league and you're willing to pay those officials, $200,000 a game, how about we make this a professional like this? This is what you do. Well, it's not 200 a game, right? No, but I'm $200,000 a season We're this is major money. We're not going to have any of these conflicts about what's going We are going to have you as professional year round as we possibly can. Right, like I don't. The league can afford to pay them that. Sure, they can. Why can't they right. afford to say this is it? I'm, I'm not saying that, that you can't could have another pay job these guys right. for the next several well, years. What are you? What are they doing though? In like March, April, May, June, they allegedly. can have. They can do something else if they want to do something else, right? But make officiating professional, like whatever that would look like year round. They need to figure out what that looks like year round and make this a profession, not just. These are the guys we have hired as officials. I
3: hear what you're saying, though. Like, they don't even pay the players year-round. Right. They pay the players in season. so And they expect them to do all this stuff year-round. I don't know how much – and I don't know the answer to this. Maybe there is a lot. I don't know how much better you can get. Like, if you're a ref and you study film for eight hours a day, does that actually make you better in a three-dimensional world when bodies are running around? Does that actually help you call the game better? I don't know the answer to that. I wouldn't think it could hurt but I don't know how much it would actually help. Anyway, uh, thank you for the call Jim. We got other things we got to move on to, including the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars and uh, Doug Peterson explaining yesterday what will go into the decision to either play or not play Trevor Lawrence this week. You
1: listen to the player obviously, but but it's the medical staff. It's the it's the doctors who are, who who evaluated him and have had years of experience working through these different types of injuries and and for me, it's asking, you got to ask the right questions, right? And and not so much with the player, but to the doctor, like, what's the risk of, of re-injury? What is the, you know, uh, risk of injuring something, another body part because of something else is, is weak, you know, and things of that nature. And I have to lean on that just a little bit. And then you got to make, you got to make a tough decision to say, you know, either yes, let's go and you're, you're fine. You know, you're, you're going to be. A little sore and, and and all of that, but then you on the other side go, you know what, you gotta make the tough decision and say, No, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you down this week and give you another, you know, another week of rest and not uh, you know, not put the player out there to to harm him.
4: Yeah, it's certainly yeah, it's all those things being juggled about whether or not Trevor Lawrence is gonna play. We know we've been around Trevor Lawrence enough at this point to know Trevor Lawrence is gonna push the play. On Sunday, like that's what his side of it's going to be. I'm ready to go. Right. Like that's how he's going to handle it. If he doesn't play on Sunday, someone's going to have to tell him we're not letting you play. If he's cleared medically, he will play. Yeah, that's the bottom line. There's
5: not going to be a Doug will not be like, well, you know, I know he's cleared. Let's save him. You know we can afford to lose this game. We got to have them hundred percent healthy for Baltimore. You that that's not that's not happen. how the NFL thinks. No, no. not at all. They, they don't. Complain. You know, not
3: at all. I, I As somebody suggesting, oh, you know, the Jags should focus on winning three of the last five. What?
4: No. Uh, wh- they should what? focus on beating. They Cleveland. Should, that's the only
3: focus yeah. that this team should have, and will. Now we say will have. Human nature means some players, some people are just going to peek ahead, and I'm not saying, but the. The organizational focus yeah. is on one thing. Yeah. Find a way to beat the Browns this week, and we'll worry about the Ravens the yeah. week after Outside that. Outside
4: the building, focus on whatever you want to focus on as a fan. If mm-hmm. the three, the four, if that's what you're looking at, that's fine. NFL teams inside that building, they're how do we beat the Browns on Sunday? Right, like That's where all their focus is for this week. Uh, Coach Peterson was also asked about the confidence that he has in the backup quarterback, C.J. Beathard, if he's called on this week.
1: We got a lot of confidence in C.J., you know, what he's done here. Obviously, his, his history at, you know, you look at the, the, the week of, you know, he didn't have any snaps with our offense. He hasn't had any snaps with our offense, really, and, and you go out there. And that's part of being a backup quarterback. You've got to be ready to go. You know, if, if the case this week where he, you know, he'll get all the snaps today and we'll see how the week goes. And, but I think the preparation, you know, that's why you prepare like a starter. So if, if your number's called, you're obviously ready to go, and and um, you uh, you know you don't miss a beat. All right.
3: Uh, by the way, Trevor Lawrence not the only Jaguar player who's injured, as we are well aware. I mean, Every other a,
1: one is apparently
3: injured. pretty <laughs> close to it, right? Um, and uh, Doug Peterson yesterday remarking that look,
1: uh, they have got to be smart and they've got to protect their injured guys. Our job as as a medical staff, head coach, we're not going to put players on the field that can that aren't. Hundred percent that aren't healthy that could maybe even further risk more damage, you know, to the area that's that's injured. Um, and it's our jobs to to protect those players and make sure, you know, it's it's not at the cost of of winning a football game.
3: Uh, so D Rock, where does that leave them? With uh, obviously Christian Kirk's out, uh, but Walker Little, Tyson Campbell, Foley Fatakasi, What do we know, if anything, about uh, their likelihood to suit up this week?
5: Uh, you know, Walker Little DNP'd yesterday. So that's Brenton strange. Wasn't out there yesterday either. Uh, there's a lot of guys. Zay Jones, I think will play, uh, this week. I think this is just going to be kind of the way they monitor him the rest of Mm -hmm. the week, the rest of the way. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's I, I used this term when I asked the question the other day, mash unit, and, and I didn't realize that people had no idea. Oh, Some of the younger generation right? had no idea what a mash unit was. <laughs> it's a um, mobile army service Right. <laughs> exactly. And that's not that's not I mean, look, they didn't see the show. They don't I got gotcha. you. No, um, I i so, hear yeah, you. but um yeah, it's not good. I mean, in theory, they could be without Trevor. They could be without their start. their their they could be on their third left tackle. Um they won't have Christian Kirk, they may not have their number two tight end. They may not have um, who am I missing? Oh, Zay Jones is limited. You know, he may not. He's not clearly not. Tyson picked up a quad injury. Yeah, Tyson. I mean, it's it's Trey Herndon. All the all the good luck that they had injury wise for the most (laughs) part just all fell apart on Monday night. The uh, the
3: bill came due.
5: Right, but but look, that they're no different than anybody else. You got to manage it. That's how you win in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You manage the injuries, and they've been able to do. That with the lower number of injuries they've had to this point, but it's going to be tough going forward. And this, by the way, this week, cold, windy, twenty mile an hour winds, rainy. You know the condition, the field conditions aren't you know going to be great. So you know that that's something to keep in mind too yeah. with uh, with what's going on this weekend. Yeah, Speaking on of top Browns.
4: of yeah, playing the best defense in the league. Yes. and the Cleveland Browns—that's what they're going to have to deal with this week as well. Uh, Coach Peterson was asked about what stands out on the defensive side of the ball for the Browns.
1: It really starts with Coach Schwartz, with Jim, honestly, the way the way he uh, way he coaches these guys, you know, and what he says to them and how he says it to them, and and uh, you know, it's an it's an aggressive style that goes all the way back to his days when he coordinated in Tennessee, you know, back in those days, and and the type of defenses that he had. And and it it starts up front, starts with those front four. And, you know, he feels like if he can put pressure on your quarterback with four, now he's got seven guys back there with with eyes on the quarterback that can make make plays on the ball um, in the run and pass game. And and that's what you see with this defense. Well,
3: and you know, the way to get pressure with the front four is to have a really dominant front four. And uh, Doug
1: Peterson, a few more comments about that Browns defensive line. The strength is obviously, you know this D line; they're aggressive. Obviously, we know Miles Garrett, heck of a player. A lot of respect for him and and uh, the way he plays the game. But the other guys are are you know as talented as well. And and that's where it starts. It starts up front, but it really starts with how Jim sort of messages with these guys.
3: All right. Uh, so uh, obviously, for a team that has struggled at least running the ball, moving anybody with the offensive line, the protection hasn't been terrible. But uh, both lines of scrimmage were let's say, challenged against Cincinnati Bengals. Going to be another big-time challenge on the road in these conditions that you were just talking about with the Cleveland Browns. We'll hear from the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, coming up next as we go into hour number two. You're listening to Jaguars today. Keep it right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Mike
2: D'Araco. Thursday on Jaguars Today is brought to you by Lloyd's Heating and Air on 1010 XL.
3: Ah, it's always fun when Rock is in. Tomorrow, Tom McManus and uh, Aaron Beasley. Who'd you bring with you? By the way, Tommy huh? Max bringing Aaron Beasley tomorrow. Who'd you bring along? I didn't
5: know I had a, to bring a guest. Bring I'll, your I'll...
3: bring your kid to work day. You could have brought your son. One of them or. I don't know. You know, you got kids. I don't know your whole situation. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I'm like, you know, here's the thing. Let me tell you. I told my wife this story. This is a true story, all right? I'm reading the other day. I, I don't know if it's – it may even be an old thing, right? But I see on social media someone's talking about his golf buddy. And he's like, I got this guy I play golf with. He goes, swear to God, for six months I called him Kirk because he played Kirkland golf balls. He goes, I got no idea what his real name is. He goes, I have no idea if he's married, if he has kids. He goes, we spend four to five hours together, many weekends. We talk about who's away. You know, like, is that thing going to break three inches left? <laughs> he goes, we chit-chat golf. He goes, I looked it up. We played 36 times last year. No idea what his <laughs> name is. That's men. That is, men. That that is. is so yeah, yeah, yeah. freaking true. Yep. So true. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Like my wife's like, What do you guys what do you guys talk about when you play? Golf. Right. Like what ball are you playing? Stuff. Right? You break your left arm there, Pockets? Did you broke your left arm too soon, didn't you, on the backswing? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's what we talk about. We don't talk about anything. I,
4: I, I, at least I don't. Yeah, all I'm we do there, is. Yeah, is They're not to have to talk about anything. Correct. That's why I'm playing golf. Yeah,
1: all we do is, hey, what do you see here? Well, this here, this yeah, breaks little, here. Oh, we
4: love
3: the golf talk now. A little yeah. breeze. A wind here. I think that's about a two-club wind right in your face there, Pockets. We do talk a little crap about people, though. Sure we do. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> But nothing like super important. No, like, no, no. You know, like yeah, well, I'm, I'm am I'm not cold and heartless, but I am to some degree. But anyway, you get, it's, it's just very interesting. Like I don't know what my wife thinks. That, does, does so and so talk about his wife? No, no. And I, why would I ask him? What do I care about his wife? I don't care about his wife. Stop it. Yeah, makes sense. Does she play? I mean, if she's gonna play, that's a different story. Oh, that's fine. But yeah. I don't know, man. Anyway, um, all are welcome. Let's talk golf. (laughs) you are welcome if we're talking golf. (laughs) All right. uh, Why don't we go around the National Football League? Now, gems around the NFL. Brought to you by Beach's Jewelry
2: and Pawn in Jack's Beach.
4: Buffalo linebacker Von Miller is not expected to be placed on the commissioner's exempt list after his domestic violence arrest last week. Miller is eligible to play this week unless the team were to deactivate him. The Buffalo Bills have opened the 21-day practice window for tight end Dawson Knox, who is returning from a wrist injury. He was a full participant in practice on Wednesday. Indianapolis Colts defensive lineman Alquaddeen Muhammad has been suspended for the next six games for a violation of the league's policy on performance enhancing substances. The suspension would include the first game of the playoffs this year or the first game of the regular season next year with five games remaining in the season. The New York Jets have named Zach Wilson as their starter this week after releasing Tim Boyle, who had started the last two weeks for them yesterday. Jets running back Brees Hall missed practice on Wednesday with an ankle injury. Minnesota wide receiver Justin Jefferson was a full participant in practice on Wednesday as he continues to work back from a hamstring. Philadelphia tight end Dallas Goddard was a full participant in practice as he works to return from a forearm injury. Kansas City running back, jarek mckinnon and isaiah pacheco both missed practice on wednesday along with linebacker drew tranquil who suffered a concussion on sunday baltimore wide receiver rashad bateman did not practice on wednesday due to an illness chicago running back Deontay foreman was a full participant in practice on wednesday after missing last week the los angeles rams have signed kicker mason crosby to their practice squad dallas head coach mike mccarthy Has had to undergo surgery for acute appendicitis, but is expected to be on the sideline for the Cowboys on Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. And week 14 gets underway tonight with the 2-10 New England Patriots at the 7-5 Pittsburgh Steelers 8-15 on Amazon Prime. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett has been ruled out. Mitch Trubisky will get the start tonight for Pittsburgh and Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson has been rolled out with an ankle injury.
3: Uh Kenny Pickett, every time uh, was it Kaj Ramsey? Remember Kaj Ramsey? Mm-hmm. Right. Nah, uh, Kaj Ramsey, YouTube Sports. Remember mm-hmm. him? Oh, d Rock yeah. back in the day? No. The the drill used to play clips from him all the time back in the day.
4: Boom goes the dynamite.
3: Right. He no, he's not Boom. No, go- he's not
4: the Boom guy. Go- he's in that category. In kinda, that category. Yeah. Right. He's that oh, kind
3: of meme-worthy okay. guy and he just do Kaj Ramsey, YouTube Sports and like YouTube wasn't paying him. He just, you know, he just kind just of made fun. himself, and he'd get yeah. up there and be like, "Kentucky basketball." He was, he lived in Kentucky like, "What are the Wildcats doing?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that guy, that kind of thing. And so one day I see him at radio Ro- or media day at Super Bowl. Okay. This is at the height of his popularity. Somebody hires Kaj Ramsey from YouTube Sports. I'm like, "Oh, I got to get a drop for Dan and Jeff," and I'm like, "All oh, I'd like you to say." is you're listening to Dan Hicken and Jeff Prosser on 1010XL, right? And I think the closest I got was Dan Pickett and Jeff Prosper. <laughs> and I swear to you, it was the cl- – and I and, and, no, 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 no. I, I appreciate your time here, Kaj. Dan <laughs> Hicken and Jeff Prosser. Pickett. I was <laughs> calling him Dan Pickett. So every time I hear Kenny Pickett's name, I hear it in Kaj oh, Ramsey's we voice. We should have
4: used it still. I, 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 you you know, know what? I
3: wonder if I still ha- – I know I yeah. had it.
4: Like, that's still great.
3: And I think I gave it to Beef, and I don't know if it just disappeared just or away. or yeah. whatever. Is he
4: an
5: older gentleman? No, or- he was no? not.
3: He was a younger fellow, actually. Yeah, no, like this Kentucky basketball. I remember that. <laughs> um, Christian Braswell uh, designated to return from IR by the Jaguars, according to uh, the team. So, there you go. Problem solved. Um, <laughs> hey, look, I'll, I'll take all hands on deck. You know, yeah, a little more depth in the secondary. Yeah,
4: practice window being open doesn't mean he'll necessarily be available this week, but has a chance to return here over the next few games.
3: All right, let's get a couple in from uh, Trevor Lawrence here and start it off. And uh, D Rock's all got us all a flutter now. Thinks Trevor's gonna play this weekend. Uh, Trevor said, A flutter, yes, we're we're a flutter with
0: anticipation. Um, says his ankle feels a lot better. I feel a lot better. I feel really, you know, I feel a lot better than I would have thought I'd feel. You know, I'm very fortunate. I'm thankful that it wasn't a worse injury, you know, than what, what I kind of thought it was in the field. So I'm, I'm thankful for that, you know, just some flexibility, you know, will my guy in the in the weight room that, that trains me and stuff is doing a good job needs needs a raise or something. So he's doing he's doing a good job. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just thankful and I appreciate all the people, the thoughts and prayers. And um, thankfully, it wasn't anything serious. But you know, that stuff means a lot. And it worked, you know, I'm feeling, feeling good. So I'm thankful for that.
4: We all know he's going to push hard to play this week. We'll see if he's able to get back on the field. Trevor Lawrence was also asked about trying to get ready to play versus the possibility of sitting on Sunday.
0: Yeah. I mean, the team's always the priority. We had obviously the same conversations before the new Orleans game earlier in the season. And I'll never put myself or the team in a position to where we're at a higher risk or we're not going to play our best because I'm not able to do my job. So, you know, that's, those are all questions you have to answer throughout the course of the week. And um, just for me, it's just doing everything I can every second of the day to, to get back as soon as possible, you know, whenever that is. So, yeah, that's the whole thought process behind everything.
3: All right, uh, one more here from Trevor Lawrence. We'll get to a few more comments a little bit later on in the hour. Uh, the other one here, uh, does he have enough time, he thinks, uh, to be ready on a short week?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still, it's still early in the week. Um, obviously New Orleans, I didn't know until right before the game, but, and that was, a, this is a short week, but that was a really short week. So we'll have a couple more days than we did then, which is, which is nice, but still lost a day playing on Monday night. So I guess that's just the way it's been going this year with some of that stuff. But, you know, I'm, I'm t- really just taking it one day at a time. I'm trying to do, do as much as I can each day without, you know, aggravating it or, or making anything worse, but trying to progress towards, you know, hopefully playing like that's the, that's the goal.
3: That's a goal for all of us, uh, playing playing well, beating the Cleveland Browns. We can all take a deep breath, collect ourselves, and get ready for Sunday night football against the Baltimore Ravens. More from Trevor Lawrence on the way, but coming up next, D. Rock bought once again who will be the victim in week 14's breakfast bowl draft. Well, We won't find out next, but we'll at least find out what raw material we are working with. Uh, we'll do that next, and uh, don't forget today's – Whole question of the day brought to you by Chad and Sandy Real Estate. A simple one click. How many more games do you think the Jags will win? Is it four to five? Is it three, two, or is it zero or one games out of the remaining five? See how confident you are about the way they're going to finish the 2023 regular season. You're listening to Jaguars Today on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and beautiful people all across the world, let's
2: get ready for the Breakfast Bowl Challenge! Mike Tarocco on Jaguars Today is kept comfortable by Lloyd's Heating and
3: Air on 1010XL. All right. So, what happens if you're not here for the start of the Breakfast Bowl? We get to pick for you. Is that, is that the official rules? So, Tony gets a zero for how many spots?
5: All of them. Go I think. quick. Go uh, quick. Uh, Who's he taking? Uh, he's oh, taking. He's back. Uh, Dang it. Uh,
3: uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Whoever, Mark Andrews. Whoever is used. Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews. <laughs> good one. See there. Is. Pockets is thinking right there. That's good. I, I don't know. If I assume he's used Mahomes, uh, and he has. But uh, mm-hmm. we'll give him Mark Andrews for sure huh. this week. All right. Ah. Ah, Tony thinks it's funny. Tony thinks Tony thinks we're kidding. We'll we'll change the rules as we go. You wait and see. All right, what happened last week, Tony, in the breakfast bowl? Nothing. I won the week
4: Nothing with 107.8. D Rock. It was just another week. You were buying breakfast. Uh, Dempsey finished second on the week with 92.74. Dylan 69.08 and third. Holler and D Rock buying breakfast this week. 64.16. Holler.
3: Uh, all right, we draft a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end, and a flex. It is not a super flex for you fantasy nerds. It is PPR scoring, a little snake draft, reverse order of last week's finish. D Rock will go first, Dylan, myself, and Tony. Tony will have the back-to-back picks there on the uh, the first and second round turn. Uh, and uh, the trick is you can only use each player in the league one time all year. And uh, if somebody else takes them, you can't have that player duplicated in the same week either. So, and if you speak the name, you're committed and that may be attaching you to a zero uh potentially <laughs> such as if you drafted Tank Dell last mm-hmm. week or this week I'm going to predict. Uh if you draft Tank Dell, we'll also get you a probably zero. Probably a zero. Yeah, yeah, probably so. For a guy who's uh, out for the year now. Um all right, so D-Rock, where would you like to go to start things?
5: Well, considering the way I've been doing it hasn't worked been working real well the last month and a half. I'm just going to randomly pick a guy on my list, and I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton.
3: All right. Randomly picking Cortland Sutton off of his list this week. All right. There you go. Can't be any worse than what I've already done. Um, It could be, but... I, I'm, I'm just checking on oh, no. would have been great if the right out of the bat he yeah. used Cortland Sutton already. So
5: you're right. Give me a, just a tad bit of credit. Well, what's funny is
4: several times, like three of the last four weeks, D-Rock has taken the player that I was considering with my first pick in the draft and it's bombed on him. Mm-hmm. I was considering Cortland Sutton oh, with my first out. pick. Oh, cut it out. Stop. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, there you go. You're not going to get him. I hate um, all of you. Pockets, what you got? DJ Moore. All right. DJ Moore. Jay Moore was very, very high on my list this week, Uh, but I'm not going to take him. I'm going to take Isaiah, likely, of the Baltimore Ravens Mm -hmm.
4: at tight end. Tony Smith, back-to-back. I will go Zach Moss. And... Mike Evans.
6: <laughs>
3: Mike Evans gone. Give me Devon A. Chan of the Miami Dolphins. Please. I'll pass it back to Pockets.
1: Kyron Williams.
3: Kyron Williams. Get him in while the getting's good. All right, D Rock. Cortland Sutton, the anchor. Yeah, I'm going to,
5: in his debut, after a long time off, I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. Justin
3: Jefferson. I figured somebody would.
4: That's what I'm saying. We're all going to use him sometime in right. these five weeks. I, yeah. I didn't want to use him his first week back, yeah. to be honest with
3: I you. I didn't either, but, uh, but I'm going to. All right. Well, you're you're going you're going big. You're aggressive. And who else? Yeah. Yeah, that is
5: the part I'm not really 100% sure here. <laughs> um, randomly, we're going to go with. Rashad White.
3: Randomly. Just out of the blue, random selection. No thought put into that one. At all. All right. Uh, Rashad White's been catching a lot of passes of late. Uh, Pockets. Kyron Williams. DJ Moore. And Cole Kmet. Oh. Doubling down on the Bears offense. Got to love to see that, right? (laughs) Worked for me last week. Did it? All right. Bucks. That's not the the Bears. That's the Bucks. (laughs) Uh, Waiting for that. (laughs) I don't don't know if he's used him or not. Uh, Yeah, he has. All right. So he can't, can't, not going to triple down. We've all used Justin Fields. All right. So let's see for myself here. (sighs) Which way to go? Which way to go? Give me, I don't know if Tony has used this guy or not. Um, Give me Devontae Smith of your
4: Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. I will go Justin Herbert and Tyreek Hill. Okay.
3: I will go Jordan Love.
4: Hot. Yeah. He is. Yeah.
3: Got to, you know, play the Giants. Yeah. Hopefully – before they pull him when they're up 30, that he contributed <laughs> that 30-point lead. Uh, pockets, need a quarterback or a flex. Everything's gotten way too serious here. Everyone's like <laughs> triple-checking lists and da-da-da. <laughs> you know, oh, have I used this guy? Right. I'm just depressed, so I don't know what's wrong with the rest <laughs> of guys. Okay, days. fair enough. James Cook at flex. James Cook. Ooh. Okay, uh, D-Rock, quarterback and tight end. Uh, George Kittle and Jared Goff. Kittle and golf. All right. Pockets need your QB. Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Okay. Mm. How do I want to do this one? I'll save him. Use him anytime. That'd be an interesting one.
4: <laughs>
3: All right. Let me go Saquon Barkley. Tight end for Tony.
4: Sam LaPorta.
3: LaPorta. Uh, All right, here's what we got. For week 14, D-Rock, depressed D-Rock. Goes Jared Goff, Rashad White, Cortland Sutton, number one overall pick, George Kittle, and Justin Jefferson. Not George Jefferson and Justin Kittle. That would have been interesting as well. Yeah. Either uh, way, they're probably going to score the same amount of points.
4: It doesn't <laughs> matter. Well, Jefferson, every week that he was healthy, he scored 20. Yeah, like that's that's his kind of floor. Uh, I don't know. Last we'll year see it coming cha- back, you know Wait. what he did in
3: championship week last year, right? I don't know what did he do in championship uh, week. Last one year? catch for five yards. Well, this isn't
5: championship week I now, know. is it?
3: Now, is it? You wouldn't know anything about <laughs> championship <laughs> Not week. Not even no. sniffing right the about seven that. seed, pal. All right, <laughs> uh, pockets going Lamar Jackson, Kyron Williams, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, and James Cook. I'm going to go Jordan Love, Devon Achan, Devontae Smith, Isaiah Likely, and Saquon Barkley. Tony going Justin Herbert. Zach Moss, Mike Evans, Sam Laporta, and Tyreek Hill. They are locked and loaded for the breakfast bowl.
5: Just let me have your Chick-fil-A orders now. Ah, I'm on. just going to get – I'll just plan on getting everybody what you sent me today or yesterday <laughs> for this week. Do I'm they just gonna, know
1: you on a first-name
6: basis yet?
5: No, but I'm going to order it on the app as soon as I, we come to the next break. Oh, uh, man, I'll
3: just pick it up that day. If you know D Rock and you want to get him something nice for the holidays, um, gift cards. Chick-fil-A gift cards. <laughs> gift
1: cards Woo! would work
3: uh, very well. Pockets uh, wants them from Andy's, I think. Yeah, I'll take that. If they've got them, I'm sure they do. Everybody's got a gift card these days, don't oh, they? Yeah. You would oh, think yeah. just about everybody. All right, let's take a, our last break just a smidge early so we can come back and have enough room to hear some more thoughts from Trevor Lawrence, go over today's question. I also want to get your thoughts on yesterday's poll question. We'll run by you, uh, Mike DiRocco, as well. Uh, DRock is here. It's still time for you to get in. If you'd like to make a comment or pose a Jaguar-related question at 641 on the All-Pro Roofing phone lines or on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, You're listening to Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Mike Tarocco on Jaguars Today is kept comfortable by Lloyd's Heating and Air on 1010XL. All right. Just making sure you're still comfortable, D-Rock. I haven't made you uncomfortable today. Not yet. (laughs) Just Uh depressed. Just Just depressed. I didn't do it. Not my doing, uh-huh. right? Um No, it's my own incompetence. Somebody's getting blowed out in the uh, high school playoffs right now. No Jacksonville team. What, what's the uh, schedule, Tone? We got Mandarin today at 3. St. Aug. Yeah. Or oh, St. Aug today Saint at 3. Og Mandarin's tomorrow night. Mandarin's right?
4: tomorrow. Under
3: the lights? Is that an 8 p.m.? Doesn't somebody play at 8 p.m. tomorrow? Bradford. Okay, that's Bradford. Yeah. All right, so Mandarin's tomorrow at 3. Bradford's at 8. Yes. Should Has gone right to pockets.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's on it, man.
3: He is. All right, so St. I'll, I'll be go, tuned in. Good luck to all of them.
4: Okay. I would have been working Saturday if Bowles had won Friday night, but they didn't.
3: Mm. And you would have been down in Miami, right? No, is it's that over where we're in Tallahassee. Oh, is that where it is? They're at FAMU. Yeah. You would have been in Peoria, Illinois, right? Yeah. I, I'd <laughs> he's say anything. I'd just as much out of chance, a hat. at least if I'd picked one in Florida, and I did.
5: You <laughs> You'd have been in Howie in the Hills.
3: Why not? Right? I've seen Miami. I have, played, Miami? Uh, I have. The Mission Inn. Yes, the mission? I have. You yeah. have. You like it? I.
5: It's been wow. I was covering high school, so it was like '93
3: or four. Oh, okay. So it's been way, a while. Way back in the yeah the time, huh? I pass it by every time I take my kid to cool uh, to school. You know, it's right on the way to Lakeland. We mm-hmm. go the back roads, right, in there, and you go right by it every time. Always wondered about that one. <laughs> One of these days, probably get that in. All right, uh, let us get to a few more thoughts from Trevor Lawrence before we dissect today's and yesterday's questions of the day. And uh, let's see where we're at with T-Law. Oh, yeah, Christian Kirk. Let's not forget how significant
0: his loss might be. Uh, Here's Trevor Lawrence on what Kirk means to the Jaguars. He means a lot. You know, like like you said, it's not just his ability on the field and the plays that he can make. I think just the the voice he is in in that room – um on the team you know he's a a great leader he does things the right way super hard worker um has battled through a lot of stuff to to play this year as long as he has you know of course this time of year everybody's dealing with something but that's a guy that's just I got a lot of respect for him so uh
3: Rock, how big of a loss is this we know Parker Washington we're going to hear about it in a moment but he played well you know catching the ball at least uh, this week and you think it's huge I do
5: I do um you know he's the guy that Trevor probably trusts the most him and Ingram uh and Zay Jones for sure those are the top 3 but you know he's the guy that he looks for they're really tight off the field really good friends um you know look there's there's no there's no way to like it's a huge blow for them now do they have the guys in Ingram and if Zay's playing well and, and you know, okay, not limited by the knee and, and Ridley becomes, you know, plays a little more consistently, then yeah, they can overcome that. But it's, it's always, you know, a blow when your your security blanket is, is gone. And that's kind of what, what Kirk was. I mean, those guys were completely on the same page. You see, you know, people ask, why isn't so-and-so playing? Why isn't Elijah Cooks playing? Why isn't Parker Washington playing? Okay. What happened the other night is why those guys aren't playing, because they don't have the the they're not on the same page as the quarterback. They don't have the communication. They don't have the the in, the in what do you call it, the innate
3: knowledge of what's going to happen. They, they, and when and you what say what do. happened the other night, it's been right. well documented that Parker Washington was like the hot read on the plate right. where he Trevor was, got hurt. Nobody's yeah. saying it's fully Parker Washington's fault, but it contributed to the situation. Absolutely. I mean, Trevor held the ball longer than he intended to. He did a Oh pump they yeah, got a the hot. Time read. He brought
5: it down. He tried to move and there was Walker Little. He right. couldn't move. So yeah. You know, Kirk reads that, turns around, and and the ball's there. It's it maybe a first down. Maybe,
3: but maybe not. Or, or way, you pick up four or five instead of losing seven, and then your forty eight yard field goal is now a thirty seven yard field
5: correct. goal. Yeah. And it slides through and 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 boom, you can win the game. So you know, that's when people always ask me, why aren't those guys playing? Why don't we see Elijah? Well, because they don't have the trust. They haven't earned the trust yet. And, and that's... It's tough to you know. earn it, though, right? Just in the limited practice
3: Correct. reps they probably get.
5: Correct. Now, Parker Washington's going to have to play a bigger role going forward. Has to. It's without question. Without question. Now, I do think that they'll compensate, maybe move Ingram around a little bit more uh, into the slot, too, and see if they can get some favorable matchups with him. But, uh, you know, look, you lose your best receiver, it's going to be uh, an impact without
4: question. Trevor Lawrence was asked about Parker Washington and the game he had against the Bengals on Monday night.
0: Parker's going to keep getting better every week. He's a, he's a really good player. You see him flash in the game, made some unbelievable plays that we really needed, the touchdown catch, the scramble catch, a couple other plays that he made. Um, I mean, he's doing, he's doing a great job, and he's going to be a great player. So uh, excited for that opportunity for him and definitely need him to step up, obviously, with Christian down for a while. Um, Parker's going to have to step up and he will. He's prepared and he's done a great job. The, I think the scramble on the used talking at the one where he rolled out to the left, right? And he threw that dart
3: and Parker Washington had his defender on his back. Right. I thought that was such a tough catch. Like it's hard. It looks easy, right? Because they hit him in the chest and all that. The ball's arriving to you with that velocity. The guy is hitting you within a millisecond. I mean, to catch that moving towards the football. Have, and having the guy hit you immediately, it's not, you know, we, we overlook some of these simple plays every week. I'm not saying that other receivers in the NFL wouldn't make that play. That's what they're paid to do. It's still a very difficult skill, I right.
5: think. And when you're really good, you make those things look easy. And, yes. And Parker Washington has all the physical tools. And,
3: and let's be honest, he bailed Trevor out. It was not a good throw Big in the back time. of the end zone. It would have been a great play to simply break up the pass. Correct. Right? And the fact that he came down with it got both the a knee, and a hip. in, right. I mean, he got it, was, it all in back. Pretty
5: much, yeah. I mean, was laid there
3: for a while. Am I right. good? All right.
5: Yeah, and, and it was so fast that until you saw it on replay, you didn't realize how good of a play it was. Oh, no, no question. Then you saw the replay, and you're like,
3: what was oh, Trevor thinking? Right. He's
5: like, eh, yeah, throw. I mean. Right. You got he, a little guy
3: behind the defender, and you're throwing it. You're
5: very. And that ball. The funny thing is, is, is everybody's, oh, that, that, how did that safety miss it? it hit him in the hands.
3: Parker Washington made him Well,
5: this there's day. that and the fact that, you know, Trevor throws a pretty – I mean, he's a throwing heater. the ball hard. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't know that – and this is not a knock on people. You know, from the stands, it doesn't really
3: – Register. As yeah, I
5: mean, like you've been out there at practice and we've been standing there in the sideline and you see the ball come into a receiver and you can kind of hear it flying through the air and you're mm-hmm. like, ooh, there's a little bit of mustard on that. And uh, I I think that's why those guys as DBs sometimes have some issues because they're, they don't have the greatest hands, but right. whatever, you know.
3: All right. Well, bottom line, it Trevor Lawrence uh, he says, look, no matter what injuries, yep, all this stuff going
0: on, we're still good enough to beat anybody. It doesn't matter what these other teams do. We're good enough to beat anybody on any day, and we have to do that. And we didn't do that last week, and we get another opportunity opportunity to this week. We still control our own destiny. But we can't worry about teams from behind us because that's what that adds pressure, adds anxiety, and you just worry about playing one week at a time. It doesn't matter. We've already played Houston twice. We've already played Indy twice. We got Tennessee later in the year, and uh, we're not gonna get another opportunity to play those guys. So we can't focus on what they're doing or how close they are to us. We gotta take care of business on the field each week, and that's our responsibility. All
3: right, uh, there you go. Uh, now just do it, right? I don't doubt they in any given week. Including San Fran, Philly, teams like that, any given week. It's the NFL, man. You know, I'm not saying it's likely right now if you had to line up this week against the 49ers the way they're playing and what they did to you right. a month ago. But uh, you show up and play, and there's a reason, right? Would, you,
5: would it surprise you if the, the Texans lost to the Jets and Zach Wilson this week?
3: Uh, it would surprise me. It wouldn't shock me. I mean, you're, you're surprised when you think, oh, I think this team's going to win. Oh, that's a bit yeah, of a mild surprise. Okay, maybe, but yeah. it's the it's all – semantics right right exactly. it's not no out no, like I'm not stunned that the Jets beat the Eagles it happened I mean in the moment you're like wow how'd that team do that and then you're like yeah, it's, it happens every year I mean every team generally has one of those head scratching losses let's hope for the Jags it'll turn out to be the Cincinnati Bengals game this week we had hoped it would turn out to be the Texans game then we realized well, you know what? the Texans are a lot better than anticipated so are the Bengals. But we'll see if Jake Browning continues to play. You know what I mean? Like, do they go back to being this anemic offense? Then you really start to worry about uh, what that game may have showed you. Um, All right, let's look at this. Uh, D-Rock, first, yesterday, how would you have voted on this question? I'm sure you did vote, D-Rock, but uh, just in case you didn't, we asked, assuming they all had to start, which of these Jags do you have the most faith in to get the job done versus the Browns this week? Okay. Uh, Would it be C.J. Beathard? Parker Washington, Blake Hance, or Greg Jr., assuming, and we're counting Nickel as a starting spot. So if all those guys are possible to start this week, some of them likely or locked in to start uh, in those positions, who do you have the most faith to get the job done? Bethard. Bethard, okay. That's what Tony went with. Mm-hmm. Um, both de- uh, John Oger and I went with Greg Jr. simply because of the matchup. Like, I don't think, I mean, if you can, if you need to hide a nickel corner, this Browns team this week playing with a running quarterback, maybe no Amari Cooper, you know who's been in the concussion protocol. You look at their depth chart, like who who is there to get too worried about?
5: Well, it looks like it'd be, it's probably going to be Joe Flacco though this week, right? Could be. He's so still fun. in the right.
4: concussion protocol right now. Right. Thompson is. But I saw
5: Mary Kay tweet that he's going to be speaking with the media today. which Well, that's, that's le- an indicator because yeah. they
3: did drop him down to the practice squad after right. the game. Right. You know, he they can obviously elevate him again, and he can practice all week. But whomever Whoever, it is, yeah. they, it's, they just don't have these great dynamic weapons at receiver. No, um, Parker it, Washington won the poll easily yeah. with 58% because people are looking at six catches, 60 yards, a touchdown, mm-hmm. you know, and I get it from that aspect of it you know um
5: the thing that scare not scares me but if you look at the touchdown pass to chase park uh there Andre Cisco's trying to get
0: um
5: junior. Greg Jr I keep calling him Monteric Brown and that's wrong Greg Jr lined up mm-hmm. and then Devin Lloyd and Foyer Alukin are trying to figure out where to go and Cisco's pointing and, and waving it at at, at Lewickin, and Alukin is looking at Lloyd and they flip Lloyd over and as a result um, Cisco's not where he's supposed to be when the ball is snapped and that impacted his ability to get over there. So the communication issues, you got young guys, you know, again, why aren't these guys playing more? Well, sometimes it's these kind of things and not necessarily the physical things that keep them off the field. And, you know, you got to hope that there's not that many kind of, or not that kind of, uh, communication issues this week with a, a guy like Greg Jr. or, Parker Washington, now that they've been in the games and they've gotten a little bit more, I guess, experience, but you got to kind of think that some of those things are still going to happen.
3: I understand. I just don't think the Browns are as well positioned to take advantage of it.
5: I wouldn't have thought the Bengals were either with Jake Browning. But you and- still,
3: I mean, you still know you've got Jamar Chase and Browning had shown, even when he came off the bench when Burrow got hurt, that he was willing to to force the ball downfield to Jamar Chase, even if he was double-covered. Yeah, right? And, and so there, there was always going to be that opportunity that Chase being that, that – the Browns don't have a guy, particularly if Cooper doesn't play, that can match. And, they, in fact, they don't, wouldn't have a guy that could match T. Higgins' inability um, you know, if that right, were the fair. case. So, fair. anyway, um, we'll look at today's poll question in a moment. Let's say hello to XL Primetime first.
2: Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Out. Keeping the rubber on the road with wholesale
3: prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, Mia O'Brien's here from XL Primetime. Hello, Mia.
6: Hello. How are we doing? Uh, We're
3: fine. Uh, What's wrong with D Rock asking about Nick Foles as an emergency (laughs) quarterback?
6: Oh my goodness, man! What? Like literally, D Rock and I are like the least rivaled of rivals in this town. I'm not saying you're rivals. Do you want to know the truth? Do you want to know the truth? The truth is that my boyfriend Bo Valentine is a sworn enemy of Nick Foles, (laughs) and so why is he a Nick Foles? I don't know. He was against Nick Foles from the signing when I didn't meet him until three and a half years uh, later and so it's more so like a bit for me because like all he does like even like we could be talking about the Jags on a five-game win streak and he'll just be like the worst Nick thing Foles. this franchise ever did was <laughs> Nick Foles so there you go <laughs> okay. so yes and th- that is yes and also it, it is just funny that it's it, it, like the it's just ironic that yeah. like this franchise had Nick Foles he was supposed to be a savior you go through all the trials and tribulations that this franchise proved to go through, <laughs> and now here we are. And the logic would suggest, well, if you need an extra quarterback who knows the system, oh, wait for it—it's Nick Foles.
3: All right, so uh, D-Rock thinks Trevor's playing this week. What about you?
6: Yeah, I—if the weather was supposed to be better, I would be with D-Rock, one thousand percent. I still kind of am leaning that way. The only thing I go back to is the conversation I had with Andre Cisco, which again, he plays safety. Trevor's a quarterback. Very different positions. But when they worked him out in Pittsburgh pregame and ultimately looked at the forecast and they were like, eh, hamstring, it's supposed to rain most of the game, not really sure this is ideal for you. And he told me when Minka Fitzpatrick went down with a hamstring, he looked up at the sky and was like, man, somebody was looking out for me. And so that is the only reason I look at this situation and say, you know what? Maybe they look at the elements and they say, do we really want to risk it? Um, But... It's also I think gonna come down to who are the Browns starting a quarterback, and not that you can think that way, but you know, like I mean Joe Flacco, Dorian Thompson Robinson, like are you like one <laughs> one I think you trust to get to the get you to the playoffs or at least manage the game. The other one would be a rookie making his third career start. Third
5: or fourth. Third yeah. or
6: fourth, and it's coming off of a concussion. Um and you can't play that way. You have to play you have to put your best foot forward if you're the Jags. Um but yeah, the weather is the only thing that I say. Maybe, maybe they say we'll we'll sit this one out. But yeah, otherwise, be- Tre- Trevor's going to push to play. Yes. All right,
3: we got a roll here. Uh, what do you got coming up?
6: Uh, Rick Ballou stopping by at 140 to talk FSU, and because we had Joe C for only half the program yesterday, our top fives in the NFL and college ranks coming up next. On All right, prime
3: Thank you, Mia. Thank Appreciate you. it. Uh, there we go. XL Prime Time for the next three hours. Uh, quickly, today's uh, Twitter poll: uh, How many games do you think the uh, Jags are going to win? Out of the last five, D-Rock?
5: Uh, four to five.
3: Four to five. Okay. Because
5: I, I think, like I said, I think Trevor's playing. Uh, I think the one that's iffy for me is uh, the Baltimore game.
3: Okay. Uh, Tony? Same. Okay. Four, four to five. five. I'm going to say three. I don't know which three. But uh, I'm going to say I th- i I'll probably be a hypocrite and pick them to win four of the last five. But, <laughs> I, that, I mean, freely admit it. But, that, I mean, that's how I feel yeah, right now. Like, there's, there's too many injuries. <laughs> Affecting this team, whether it's Trevor plays or not. There's yeah. a lot of. of it's not ways to say they that
4: I don't think Sunday's tough in Cleveland, but I'm going to pick them to win. I probably will Sunday too. I'll
3: actually, I already. I'll tell you right now. Uh, we'll make our picks tomorrow. I got to pick if Trevor plays. I got to pick if Trevor doesn't play. Mm. And that's how I'm going to do it tomorrow. So we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can vote in the poll if you haven't already. Uh, three is drawn about 50%, then yep. four to five is the next uh, big tally let's see if i got the uh the numbers on this before we wrap up uh, where things stand right now a lot of votes on this one out there we appreciate that over 430 so far 51 percent say they'll win three 31 percent say they'll win four or five and then about uh 17 percent collectively are in the zero to two range mm-hmm. with those two options down there so
5: mostly you know over 80 percent Some people think they're gonna lose
3: out huh no, uh 4.4 percent but that that you don't know that could be some Texan fan following yeah. me on Twitter who's voting on that. You have no idea who's voting that way. But, you know, just kind of a pulse of the fan base poll. You know, even if I say Jag fans only, I can't <laughs> right, I can't right, keep them right, right. from right. clicking it. Yeah. You know, right. I can't keep them from clicking it. All right. That'll do it for us uh, today at Rock, Always good to have you in. Uh, what you got coming up. Uh, at, uh, by the way, I read your piece. It's very enjoyable over at ESPN.com on the history of the Duval oh, champ. Oh, okay. Right? Thank you. Uh, Thank I, you. I, read, I spent – Uh, time before the pregame uh, reading that on uh, Monday Uh, tell us what you got coming up at ESPN.com
5: yeah working on a piece on Josh Allen for next week and then also a piece that should be running tomorrow in theory about um, you know hey look the the crossroads maybe not crossroads but they're at this point where okay now they've got to overcome a bunch of these injuries Mm -hmm. they do a good job of dealing with adversity in the past so you know
3: See if they can do it again. Absolutely. All right, uh, D. Rock. Uh, good to see you. And uh, we'll talk to you next Thursday, obviously, uh, for Tony Smith, for Dylan Denmark. Happy birthday to your mom, Tony. Oh, thank I'm you. Mike Happy Dempsey. Happy birthday, Mom. Uh, appreciate hey. all of you tuning in uh, today. Tom McManus is supposed to bring uh, Aaron Beasley with him tomorrow. So uh, let's hope we get Killer bees uh, for a double dip on uh, Keys to Victory Friday. And we'll talk to you then from 10 to noon on Jaguars Today here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM.